What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Real Talk, the number one real estate podcast in New Jersey. And today we got a bunch of people who don't want to be here, guys. Express how you feel about the show. Express how you feel about the show, Tom. Thomas? I love this show. Yeah, okay. If you only heard him before we started airing this. Listen, I'm tired. I only had one cup of coffee today. I'm a little drained. Boo. Closed a couple deals. You didn't close any deals. Not today, it's, but it is. Wait, how many pending o'clock. contracts do we have right so far? I don't know. I don't know. What's going on, guys? How's your week been? Anything? Anything new brewing? My week is going great. All right, tell us about it. Um, I'm hosting an open house this weekend. Everyone, come. I'll, I'll <laughs> probably do. <laughs> I'll probably do some documentation for it. Where? Um, over in uh, Manchester. It's in the Tom's River area. Nice, nice. Um, it's a nice renovated ranch. So a nice little family area. Um, oh, my neck just cracked. I don't know if anyone <laughs> heard that. I heard it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, and I'm getting some, I'm, you know, doing my neighborhood calls to invite everyone over to the open house. And I'm getting a lot of good responses, you know, friendly people. People have been calling me back. Um, actually circle prospecting now actual it's working circle out prospecting is working getting some good uh connections yeah and then we're working on the rental unit right now oh yeah so you guys collaborated on a little deal yeah mm-hmm. look, at, look at you guys working together who would have known who would have known what's going on with you ashley nothing too crazy <laughs> tell us about your week <laughs> i feel like i feel like the whole week hasn't even this week went by real quick yeah. this month yeah. went by quick i can't believe january's over I want to say something. I don't have anything right. to yeah, normally say. Normally, January is. I usually get yelled at that I always talk over everyone, so I'm gonna let everyone talk today. No, I want to hear. I, I, we need some energy. No, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna let everyone talk today, and I'm gonna act like a normal person, and I'm not gonna. I don't think you speak know over to anyone, that. and I want to see how many views we get. <laughs> the views stop, went stop, down when stop. Start talking more. Oh no, when I talk, the views go. The views go. Okay. Up. All right. Well, let's just get back into our first topic then. So I have here the real estate industry is under attack. Yeah, I sent, I sent I the article to you guys. I sent the article to you guys. So uh, National Association of Realtors is joining the cancel culture. And basically, this, I have two articles here. I'm not going to go into them. I read them I read them through before, and you, you read you them read too, right? You read the entire article? I read the, uh, the second article entirely, but the first one, I just read part of it. Okay. It was, it was kind of biased, I feel like, but it is happening. And the, the, they said this, you know, you know, here, I'll just read the statement directly what they said, just so it's clarified. But basically... Um, National Association of Realtors has decided that they are going to start looking at people's personal Facebook pages, personal social media accounts, not their business pages, but their personal. And if you are saying anything against um, Black oh, Lives Matter, okay. what? Business is involved. Business accounts are involved. Oh, but they always were. Like you can't. Yeah, you, that was always like that's just code of ethics. Like you know, you never want to mix politics. You never want to talk anything like that. Politics, religion, stuff like that on your Facebook page, obviously, because then you scare away types of buyers or, or sellers but they are now going on your personal page and they're going to do some deep dives and you can actually lose your license because they are considered a private establishment they can revoke your license if they see that you are posting something politically that they, they don't agree with mm-hmm. so what are your thoughts on that i think that that is i mean it's challenging but at the same time it's not like any other job that you go to and have worked for hasn't been on that level. So it's just now that they're now this wing is enforcing, you know, well, some of them are entering what you say. Some jobs do. Like if you work at like, a let's say, 
by your your background. Yeah, let's say you work at Starbucks media. and they look at your social media yeah, and if something comes out, a lot of people will try to get you fired. Mm-hmm. Right. Did I not say that? No, you said they don't look into it. I'm saying like real estate, they. Oh yeah, no, they, this was never a thing. Yeah, I mean, you're like not your personal to talk life. About what you want and not get in trouble for it. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you are working for any sort of company. They're always, you know, you cannot, it always says like, you know, in the handbook, like you cannot speak negatively, especially about the company normally. Right, it's really right. normally about the company itself. It's not so much about, you know. So for example, here's an example. As they noted, if you are at home and you go on Twitter or Facebook on your personal accounts or any social media sites and speak out against, let's say you disagree with gay marriage or illegal immigration, you can lose your right to practice real estate. They can just revoke your license based on your political opinions. Yeah. Okay. So that's a little bit. I think it's a little extreme. That's a little extreme. And yeah. I think that a lot of people are going to lose their license. That's like a real... You think real... they're going to go back and actually do that? Or you think moving forward, they're going to put that into effect? I don't know. I mean, think about like cancel culture for like comedians on Twitter. Like they'll find something from 2008 and then you like end up losing all your sponsors. It's the same it type of thing. Be, I think it has to be recent. They can't dig back <clears throat> to like in 2007 mm-hmm. when you were 12 years old. You say that now, but that's what has happened to so many people's careers in other fields. Yeah, a lot of- career um I just celebrities i just feel like in this day and age i feel like people dig into things to create problems that shouldn't be problems That's right what i think well with, with the thing you with, know i just there's feel, more drama now than there ever was 20 years ago there really should just be you know i mean i feel like there is a right to like you know free there's free the right to think freely but as mm. long i feel like as long as you're not <laughs> threatening <laughs> someone's life as long as you're not you right, know, right, right. creating terrorism in any form. Like. So their their argument is that you can't express your own opinion because you are representing their organization. So ultimately working you you're working for them ultimately. So you're so you so it's like they're to blame then. But I don't I think mean, I guess, okay, it's so, so different because we're independent contractors. When you think about it, uh, yes, but when okay, so like when you do think about it, there are laws, hence protected classes. So then, if there are that has nothing to do with that, though, then it would make sense. Pol- political, I don't think that that's not a, pro- a protected class, but like same-sex marriage, um, you know, that's a protected class. You so yeah, but you I, can you can you can post something saying I disagree with, uh, you know, it being legal. Like some people, that's their religious belief, and on their personal well, page. Well, if you disagree with that, then what happens when you have someone when you have a client who is you could disagree with it, but still work with them. You're still entitled to opinion. You're not going to treat them any different? No. Okay. That, that's like saying, like, I don't, let's say, uh, like, uh, for instance, I'm not vegetarian, but Ashley's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know, because don't it's, know. It's, it's it's definitely a very touchy topic, and I don't, I think it, so you don't think you, you, you see people don't have freedom of speech? I think that they do. However, if you work for this organization and and this organization protects this class but i don't work for nar i just i just happen to be under their umbrella all right well then you work for nar like i work for they keller williams if anything for them they gave you the eligibility to work under them but it's not the same thing as an employer we're not employed by nar they just are the per people in charge of the licenses in the state. They're trying to turn it into that. I it's a like. yeah it's a state it's a state run operation it's like getting your license imagine you get a contracting license and then, and then the state revokes your contracting license because you posted something on Facebook about your political beliefs. It's the same type of thing. Isn't it? Well, are your political beliefs the same as, like, hating on someone online? 
Like, I, I mean, feel like they classify it as the same thing. Exactly. I mean, I agree with that. Yeah. It's like, you're this. You don't support this because you support someone. No, I agree with that. You know but like, like, for instance, for instance, like I don't know. in this article, they talked about illegal immigration. Like, that's just like a political topic. Like, you don't have to be hateful if you're discussing your political opinion on right, something so like that. Right, saying. So if it's, if it's like a, a post that's not hateful, but it's still saying that you believe in something, is that right. something wrong with that? That's what they're no, saying. in that case, then no, I don't yeah, think Yeah, so. exactly. That's my point. The that's truth, what they're saying. What it comes down to is any in any profession, you should never speak about your beliefs because you don't want to be on someone else's side or on this side. No, but we you know that. You want to be neutral no matter what situation it is, be, even though I might have strong beliefs in this and I disagree with my client. They never know what mm. I what side I'm actually on. Right, but we're talking about your personal page. My pro- I, still my as a professional. I mean, I don't do it. I'm just saying. It for, no, I, I know, I know. As a professional, I just keep everything per- private. Person, my personal page is not even like my personal. personal. Page. I don't post it's anything like political even on there, but it's not, it's not like my yeah. everyday life. No, same. Yeah, but right. I keep it private either way. Like some people live through social media. I don't. Right. No. No, I don't either. I'm not. I'm not concerned. But I think a lot of people are going to be. Concerned. You know who? You know, I don't. I obviously am not going to say their name. Um, I'm sure we can think of a lot of people. I thought about specifically. <laughs> you have to tell us after because I don't know who you're thinking about, but I can think of a lot of people. And I don't know. It's. it's I know this agent would be wiped for off. It's probably very in scary for a lot of people. Yeah, in our office. That person. Are they in our office a lot? All right. Let's yeah. not. Let's not talk about who it is. <laughs> let's not get into who's. Huh. What are, you, what are your thoughts, Matt? You have your mic? Oh, no mic. What All right. happened? Well, we want to get Matthew's input here on this on this topic. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, it's just interesting to see how this will play out. And I guess we'll revisit this if we realize that somebody lost their license who we know. Because mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting to see how, how it's going to be like a big fight. I, don't think I feel so like it, there's like going to be lawsuits. Or, yeah. 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 Because it's like, where is the line? If drawn? they ever revoke someone's license because of a political belief, there will be an insane lawsuit. That's and the real saying. estate agent right. will get their license back and the state will get in trouble. But yeah, how do you know that? Because it's a private company. NAR. Because it doesn't make sense. It's, it's freedom it's, of speech. It's no like the same what. thing as Twitter so kicking off somebody. Okay, so I'm just saying, anyone can say, I believe in this, I don't believe in that, this, that, that, that. Like It, does, it literally makes no sense. I know. And it's, it comes down to like, where does the Obviously, line get drawn? if there's hate speech involved, like, right. Right. then it makes sense. 100%. But if you say... I'm a Donald Trump fan or I'm a Joe Biden fan. You should not get in trouble for saying that. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. No, I but agree then completely. if you say anything aggressive towards them, then I get it. Yeah. Then yeah. it becomes obviously a subject to talk about. But Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, another way that real estate agents are under attack, we're getting attacked from all sides. Like we're, we're, we're losing a lot of our, our, uh, our freedoms in the business, I guess. Zillow. Let's talk about Zillow. Ashley, so, you, you want to talk about this a little bit? Because you, you, you were speaking about it in the office earlier. So I'm not the only one that um, noticed this, but Zillow deleted like most of my past sales. Most of your past sales. Yeah. And There's then been, I like, went a lot on of issues. Like, the KW family page on Facebook. And um, a bunch of other agents from the office also said the same thing. That yeah, their so, past sales were deleted, just wiped out out of nowhere. And also... You know why, so, right? Why? They want you to start paying for Zillow. Oh, yeah. But also, they take your names off the listings. Yeah. I don't know if you guys checked, but like, your names aren't on your list. Or I'm sorry. Maybe oh, your really? name, but not your phone number. Like, all of I'm the past. people who are calling. No, on, that's been like that for a while. No, but 
No. Oh, you're talking about they used to have like other agents, and then the listing agent was first. The whole reason why is because they're losing a ton of money in a lot of directions, so they realize they're trying to squeeze out agents. Ultimately, no, they're not squeezing out agents. They became a brokerage. No, they're making the right. They are a brokerage officially. What they're doing now is making listing agents. I know that was their plan. Tom, their Zillow plan was to be a brokerage. I could pull up hundreds of articles saying Zillow just just became a brokerage, and they are trying to squeeze out agents. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what. Is going on with their deleting past sales? Oh, uh, I don't know about you're that. You're not a Zillow Premier member. They right. want you to become. They want a you to member. pay. They want you to pay a monthly subscription to be a part of the Zillow. Well, why don't we tell? I mean, let's, let's talk about what happened with our Zillow account after we we decided to hold off a couple months before paying for leads. Yeah, and they just didn't do anything with it. No, they they created an account for us. They created a joint account. So we started a team. We'll go into this a little bit. We started a team, and we wanted the team account. Some agents have an account where it's two agents under one 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 name, the team name. So we talked to a Zillow rep. And we talked to him about how we want to buy Zillow leads in the future, but don't want to buy them now. He created the us whole the reason page. why we didn't want to buy them now is because we don't have buyers agents. So right now, there's no point because Michael and I have floods of leads already. Right. So we wouldn't want to be paying a thousand dollars a month where we're not supplying we have leads to anybody leads that we're su- like supplying ourselves with. So why pay for more that we can't handle? Right. So basically, so what happened we have was an agent or two on our team. Then we'll start paying. But the rep was hopeful that we were going to start signing up to pay for leads. And um, when he called us back after he set up our account for us, like the joint team account that we wanted, he we were like, oh no, you know, we're gonna wait a couple months. We're gonna be hiring buyer agents. Let's stay in touch. He, I guess, got upset because I don't we, think we it was him. I think it was just Zillow's system itself. Whatever it was, but if we went back in there and they deleted our page. Like they deleted the, the joint page that he made for us. I guess he made. no, it didn't delete our page. It kicked us off the page, like it, it individually it kicked out of it or something. us off as members off the actual Clancy and Greco page. And we had to like go back in there, change the password, re-add ourselves into it. It was like a whole process. Hmm. But Zillow has a lot of bugs. I mean, it's always had a lot of issues. I don't know if the past sales thing is just a bug or if it's purposeful. Well, like, look at our purposeful. listing. Or one of our listings doesn't even come up in the system. Yours don't ever come up for some reason. It's no, I'm like talking very about buggy. the actual listing itself, the one we've been dealing with. I don't want to say it on here, but. Well, which one? What town? The one that our client purchased and then sold a week month later yeah, because yeah. of employment. That's that your, doesn't even your, come up on Zillow. But your, your account has a lot of issues like that. That's what I'm saying. All Like, like the other one, the land lot we listed didn't come up either. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make oh, any yeah, sense. All my, pers- all my listings your, don't come up. Yeah, something with your page is glitching. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, but there's always bugs and glitches, deleted sales, a team account we talked about. Um, but let's bounce off this idea a little bit. What do you guys think about buying Zillow leads? Like, is it worth it, or are you feeding into the machine that is soon going to overtake realtors as they become their own source of, which is their, ultimately their plan is is to be able to, to be do your transactions online. You find a house, you click on it, and they have a Zillow rep agent who helps you online. I'm 50-50 with it. Depends. So, like, when you buy yeah. leads, are you feeding into their machine that's going to think, overtake us eventually? I don't think – no, I think, in, especially in the real estate business, the, the more you spend, the more money you can make. Basically, the more money you invest into your businesses, the more money you can make. You invest the money. Not too much because you got to make some. No, yeah, obviously. But I'm just saying, like, say you farm, I don't know. Say he's Millstone or Jackson's your town. And you primarily are in Jackson and Millstone. And you want that zip code. Yeah. I think it is a smart idea since you're going to have a lot of listings in that town Mm. and you own 50% or say 25% of that zip code, you are getting one out of every four calls for listings in that area. Right. So you can give out your buyer's agents and make more relationships in that area that you actually farm and work. It just makes your business stronger. Do I believe that you should get a zip code just to get it because you want leads for your buyer's agents? No. Why get a Kate May or 
Oh no, I mean, it would make sense. Okay, maybe a little like Harbor zip code. No, it doesn't not make sense. It doesn't make sense for my business. It doesn't make sense for my buyers agents to drive all the way down there for it. It has to make sense in a certain way. That's why I'm saying I'm 50-50 about it. What do you guys think? It can be a smart investment or a stupid investment, just like anything else. Depending on your business, where you're at. It has to be. Saying. It has what zip code you're getting, and has to be, does sense. that zip code make sense for the buyer's agents you have for your business? I agree with yeah, that. I think that's probably the most ethical way. Well, not ethical, but um, efficient way to do it. I know some I agents who are solo agents, so maybe put yourself, you two, in the shoes. Mm-hmm. You're, let's say, you're a, a new agent, first year in the business, and you want to get leads, and you have some money coming in. Like maybe you have like a, a side hustle or whatever. Would you reinvest it into Zillow to get buyer leads just for yourself, or do you think that doesn't make mm-hmm. sense and you try to produce leads by yourself? No, especially now, buyer leads are like easier to get. I'd produce by myself, honestly. I would not pay Zillow for buyer leads. Would you ever pay Zillow for buyer leads, or do you think that maybe that seller it, leads? Because I know some agents who are like, I don't pay for Zillow. I do everything organic because I do not want to give them any of my money. That yeah, I Zillow's trying to. to wipe us out. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I mean, so I agree with that. I mean, I'm. I'm kind of like the person who... I don't agree with Zillow trying like to wipe to out agents, though. They make a, a lot of money from real it's estate known, agents. It's known that they're trying to wipe us out. I don't, I don't think it's possible. Right, but they're using that money It's so possible. I don't think it's possible for them to squeeze out all the brokerages in this country. You realize that any Zillow lead that you're given, it goes through their system. So they have that data. They collect the right. data. They, they know more about our businesses than we know about our businesses. They have so much data about the town, what things are going for, sales price, who's clicking on it, how many buyer leads, how many times did they click on that? They have so much information they've that created, they could easily wipe us out. They've created a free platform for the people we're trying to fish. The leads go to them before they go to us now. Right. So we that's ha- why we're... We have to go through them to get leads. Right. So that they, have, they have the power over us, and we're paying them for those leads. Hmm. There's estimates still suck, though. So if Zillow said <laughs> it's tomorrow, not accurate. it's based if, off a computer algorithm. If Zillow said tomorrow, we have well, Zestimate, yeah, Zestimate sucks, yeah. but Zestimate, uh, I, I don't actually think they're like believe legit. That. If Zillow said tomorrow, they announced tomorrow, they said we have 500 Zillow licensed agents who are online and ready to help you write contracts and do things. We are cutting off as of in 30 days. It is 30 notice to all agents. We are no longer giving you any leads. You cannot buy the leads from Zillow. Zillow is completely its own brokerage now. You know how many agents would lose a huge chunk of their business? Right. Think about that. Mm-hmm. And how much money Zillow would make? They have all these leads stored up, all this data. But that's why you don't build your business on one thing. Exactly. That's what it comes down to. Exactly. I would not be worried if Zillow did that. Oh, I wouldn't be worried either. But I'm not just saying all. like a lot of a lot of teams, you know, they start one way and then they start buying into Zillow and spending all this money on that. And then next thing you know, they're completely relying on that. And then you're in a tough spot when you don't have any organic business. And you have to think, all the business they created from Zillow, and they sold a house to and created that relationship. They'll stick with you. That person that bought or sold a home or rented or invested with you is not going to go back to Zillow when there's a Zillow agent. Right, right. They're going to go back to the agent that gave them great service. Right. So all the business that Zillow has provided all these agents... It just would not make sense for Zill to do what you're saying. I think what they're be- really would, what, what they're betting it would on not make any what they're sense. betting on is that. Do you know how much money Zillow makes a year from just agents buying zip codes? It wouldn't make sense for them to risk. What then why would saying. they become a brokerage? They obviously have some intention in mind. Well, obviously they can branch off and do it, but it would never make sense for them to do. I don't think it'll happen in our lifetime. And I don't yeah, think, but I just don't. It doesn't make sense. I hope not. I don't think we have to worry about it, like you're saying, because like repeat customers, like that type of thing. But I think that like. You know, maybe the next generation of realtors 
when all these new first-time home buyers go in right. and if they use Zillow for the first time and if, if Zillow was a brokerage and offering those services, they might recommend Zillow just like they would recommend you. Yeah. You know? So who knows? As technology rises, people start getting squeezed out of jobs just like anything else. Yeah. When technology first came out, it hurt a lot of jobs. Exactly. It and killed it, jobs. I mean, it's only going to get worse as you have AI. Well, look at stock self driving cars. Stock used to make a lot of money. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the iPhone Robin came Hood. out. The iPhone came out, and people started investing themselves. Companies started hiring Let people. Make a little interjection here. What's going on? Weren't we talking about Carvana like a few podcasts ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's just the natural progression that Zillow would have like a button. It's just yeah. is like buy now. You can yeah. buy a house on the line. Just like Carvana. Right. I think it'll definitely happen in our lifetime, dude. Yeah, I think so too. No, no, but uh, he's saying no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying it won't happen in our lifetime. I'm saying like that option will be available. I'm saying I don't think it will overtake the real estate agent industry in our lifetime. I don't think that they want to overtake it. I think they just want to have it alongside. Why it. would you? If if you, if you were fi- founding that company, wouldn't you want it to do better to the point where it's take where you're do, making more money and do more it's transactions than agents? They're still making money off of agents, regardless. Right, but it's like any company. It's like you want to be bigger and better. They studied us for all this time. Yeah. Now they now they're gonna come out with something. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. when you come out with the newest app, you want to be better than all the other apps, and you want to and then you want to take over the market share. Yeah. So. But the truth is, if if it does come to that where you can buy it now, people don't know what it takes to buy a home. Yeah. People don't know the risks. Right. Still not That's what all the realtors say. Inspections, the appraisals, this everything. That's what all the realtors say. There's reasons why agents get paid a good amount of money to do what they do. Yeah. No, There's definitely. There's a reason why. Definitely. Another topic here. Anybody have anything they want to talk about? I'm just running down the list of a of Run down the list. We'll add run on. down the list. Um MLS fees rising. Yeah, this was a big one for me today. So, why don't you tell us about this a little bit? So, I'm not sure if you do know if you're a new agent out there, but there's an MLS fee on most in most states, I would say. I don't know. Well, states, in New honestly. Jersey, there's MLS fees where the agent themselves can put an input of fee. And of usually anything. they do it for paperwork. How much an hour of time of them filling out the paperwork, getting it signed. Or Some photos. use it for photos, but in reality, it's not supposed to be for photos. It's all, the money's com- supposed to come out of your pocket to list the property, just like the buyer agent runs around and. Ex- uh, it's hard to explain. And, it's hard to explain. But the reason it makes no why the MLS fee is basically just for admins, whatever, whatever it is, doesn't matter what the fee is. Standard, in my opinion, I would say rentals are probably around fifty. Right. Mm-hmm. And depending on the home, say it's a million dollar home, two hundred is fine. But I would say anywhere from one to one hundred, or one hundred to one fifty is normal for a single family home. Two fifty to six hundred thousand dollars, whatever, doesn't matter. It just comes off the buyer commission. I'm seeing 400, 600 on two hundred fifty thousand dollars homes, and I've heard. And it's I think there should up. be actually a regulation of how much you can charge per price range you're at, because it's not fair for a buyer's agent. Listen, right? You start out as a buyer's agent. I know what it takes to, especially on a buyer that's very. They want to find the perfect home. You're showing them twenty five plus homes. Yeah. You're running around like crazy, wearing tear on your car, gas. It's it's not fair that the listing agent obviously did work, marketed the property. But it's a lot of work that is behind the desk. You're not running around spending a ton of money on all this different stuff, spending time. It's more of paying people to do things like photography, videos, and everything like that. But 
I don't think it's fair that the listing agent gets the $600 bonus on top of the percentage right. you're going to make, especially when it's a 50-50 split right. commissions. Mm-hmm. Why, are, why is the listing agent making 2.5%, buyer's agent making 2.5%, and then the agent's getting $600 for the Out pictures? The, buyer's the whole point of being a listing agent is to give you the service of the pictures. It's not to be like, oh, it's part oh, of the commission. listing. Let me do $600 because it's going to cost the marketing. It, 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 it honestly, like, it makes no sense because I, I have a lot of new agents and coaching who ask me, like, like I think I'll, the buyer's I'll, agent should get the bonus. I have a lot of new agents yeah, who ask sure. me, like, they're like, they're like, I'm, what do I put on the contract here for my commission? I'm like, all right, you put like whatever, 2%, whatever percentage is, minus whatever the MLS fee is. And they're like, well, what is the MLS fee for? Am I, am I paying that for like writing the contract? I'm like, no, it's just a random number. It really is the, the listing agent decides. I actually did not know that. I thought that that fee was to actually list the house no, on MLS. It is free MLS to, was charging you to put this listing I on the website. I think there are some MLSs that do cost to I'm upload sure. they, I, I'm pretty sure there are some MLS's that do cost you uh, do you have to pay to put a listing up but right. our MLS Mammoth Ocean MLS which is the primary one we use mm-hmm. there's no cost to put your listing up you just pay your dues uh, mm-hmm. annually but that number's random completely and a lot of the time when you're sitting down with a I client I just saw a $600 fee for a $230,000 house yeah that's like with a, a huge percent commission that's a huge chunk of so the that's commission that's literally that's, ridiculous. that's just that's so then exactly that's the same exact logic as like why as a listing agent why are you handing out less than 2% commission for the buyer's agent you know what I'm saying it's going to make you not really want the number doesn't make sense because the thing is is that most of the time, when you go on a listing appointment, the seller doesn't even know what that box is for. And you're like, oh, it's just a. Most it comes they, out. They of don't the, even bring it up. Or they say, Most oh, just it just comes out of the buyer's commission. Don't worry about it. It covers some of our expenses. But it really makes no sense because you have your commissions already set. Like, why is there even that on there? Yeah. And yeah. And then they're going up. Like you said, like you, you saw, what is it, $400? I think, no, the one was 600 And then what town, this area? Um, What area was it in? It was local? Because I've heard up north is it's very very common. I think it was brick. North Jersey, I've heard it's very common to see like five hundred dollar uh, MLS fee. Ew. What, so you, what, you, what are your opinions besides ill? Who wants to be a buyer's <laughs> who agent? Who wants then? to pay that? I mean, as a, like a, as a buyer's agent, you have to fill out like pages and pages to write up an offer for yeah. a listing agreement. It's like same here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just what would motivate you to want to? work with that with that agent or you know sell that house well you still want to get your commission you do but and you have to have your buyers best intention in mind so right. that's the house they want like to put an offer in on i guess it's you know still you can't really do anything about it and especially in areas where that's common you're just like losing that money it, it's just like this is the norm i think you just look bad as an agent it's just wrong mm-hmm. oh yeah in our area definitely because that's not normal it's just wrong but we do, I mean, we do uh, like 100. Listen, $200, many agents are doing it now, so it's not really a smack on the face, but. 200 is even a lot. 450 and 600 is ridiculous. 200 yeah. is even a lot. If you can explain to me why you're, why I'm paying you that $600 as a buyer's agent to a listing agent, fine, I'll give you the 600 If you can actually give me a reason why I'm giving it to you. <laughs> right. And, and I'll give you more of a reason why you should be giving it to me. Yeah, yeah. Ephraim does 175 which is like pretty it's normal. normal. Yeah. Pretty normal. Very normal. But I don't know, man. It's getting crazy. The real estate the real estate industry is getting crazy. I can crazier, see if it gets crazier. excessive and a lot of these agents start doing five hundred, six hundred, there's gonna be a ton of complaints to the board and it's gonna be it's gonna be changed. There's gonna be, so? regulations it's gonna be regula- on re- regulated regulated. Because once people start taking advantage of stuff, they don't stop. Ricky Carew going and going and going. says that he thinks that it's gonna be um normalized to two percent commission to buyers agents, two two. 
like 4% total. He thinks that it's such a competitive market currently that it's going to become normalized to just do 4% as a standard for everybody. But it and depends not. on the state too, no? I mean, there's no rules. Like New Jersey is negotiable completely. Is that so it's his state. state. I think most states I don't are. Know. I think a lot of the agents, big agents, especially in our office, are still standard 6%. Six standard. Standard is six percent for them, and they work their way down to five. I don't. I. I, I don't. I, I mean. I. I think that's very rare, in our office. A lot of agents start at six. But but do you yeah. see any listings at three percent? See some. I, I. The one was there was a seven. Remember? Yeah, but it's so rare. I. Which the average is two point five. Yeah, but the but reason again, why they, s- it's, it's a psychological game. They 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 know there's going to be negotiations involved, so they start at six. Yeah, but right. that doesn't mean you get six just because you say. I'm it. not saying you get six. But I'm saying their standard is six, and they negotiate down to five. Their standard's not six. You if start they, if, if, they, if, if they take five every time, and they say my standard's six, and I start five. They're just, the standard's five. They're just lying. They're using it as a tactic. Not necessarily. Their standard is six, but they negotiate. It's a negotiating business. Right. They get right. they get well, it down I mean, to five. But it's, not, their actually their it's not actually their standard. It's not actually their standard. Well. At my yeah. last brokerage, it was. And there's, so there's tons that. of listings at, at 6%? Well, not in this market. You don't get to see that, though, because the listing agent gives out only... Oh, so you're telling me that they were rent. taking they were taking 3.5 and offering out 2.5? Yeah. And that was common in your office. Yeah. That's very unethical. And that's very... Like, when you, when you go to a closing table and you see that the listing agent took a huge chunk more than you, you're like, wow. Cool. But you won't see it, though, because... You will see it on the HUD. On the HUD of the closing. Really. When you're sitting yep. at the closing you table, see the numbers. you see it right off the bat. And that's, okay. that, go, that plays into the same thing how you guys feel about the $600 being taken out. You guys, mm. as buyers, feel like you're doing a lot more work. So right. you feel the same way. It would be an even larger chunk if it's a 3.5 commission versus a 2.5 commission. Yeah. You still do it though. It's pretty crazy. I'm 50-50. We do 50-50 because we want to, you know, you want to create relationships with people, and you don't want people to feel like you're screwing them over and taking a huge chunk and taking advantage of the situation. Mm-hmm. Even when we, even when we go under our standard, we still, we do, we do go, give out two percent to buyers agents. But that's only one. It's a four percent. We actually give out more to buyers agents than the actual listing side. Right. The buyers agents do more work. Right. If we, if we were to take a 4% listing. You have to listing, be a skilled listing agent. You have to know what you're doing to sell properties. It's not as easy as just driving people around and selling it. But realistically, buyer's agents could do a lot more. They may not. They might just show the house two times to a client, and they like the second home. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty easy. But some clients take, I don't know. Right. They 20, show like I've had a client 20 take, houses before. I've showed a, a client on and off for over a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, I, I think we all have clients like that. It's, yeah. It's a lot of time. Close one. But I created a great relationship with him, and he gives he's given me two referrals already. So exactly, so it's a good client. And another one coming with his father moving back to the state. So yeah. Word. All right. Well, what do you guys want to talk about? Anything interesting going on in your life? Anything personal you want to talk about? Because I'm out of topics. Nothing really. What's going on with you, Tom? How, how do you feel the business is going? The real estate market? Because you were talking, you were saying it's going, it's slowing down a little settling. bit. I don't think it's slowing slowing down, but I feel like it's not as like how it was where you could overprice a home and all of a sudden you would still have offers on it. If you overprice a home now, you you might not even get traffic. You might get people coming in, but you might not get offers. True. Six months from now, so I mean, six months from today, um, you could list it like a you astronomical prices. Yeah, six months ago, you could literally list it, say ten thousand over market value, and you might even got over asking. Right. Buyers didn't care. Now I feel like even though the rates are still super low and there's a ton of buyers out there, it's weird though because there's still super low inventory. Yeah. Unless the home's actually worth it, you can probably still do it. But if the home needs work, you can't overprice the home and expect over. I feel like it depends on the area though. Especially the situation I just went through with my buyer 
house was great, definitely overpriced. We put in a pretty nice offer, um, expecting a little counter. The seller ended up not countering because he wanted over asking after being on the market for 14 days. Sorry, seller, you're not getting it. If you don't get over asking, a bidding war right off the bat, you most likely will not. So he most likely lost a great deal because we backed out. Yeah. No, the market is definitely changing. And you also don't want to work if you if you get a bad taste in your mouth from a mm-hmm. seller before you even go under contract. What what is he going to do when you mm-hmm. ask for repairs? Right. When you ask for inspection, there's inspection issues. What you, what is he going to do? Right. There's five thousand dollars in work. Oh, I renovated the home. I think the house is still worth it. The buyer's not going to want to do f- just. Oh, I'll I'll eat the cost. I'll do it myself when I move in. No. Right. Right. So if you, if you automatically give a bad taste in the mouth to someone before even the contra- the home's under contract, why do you even want to go through the process with him? Yeah. So I went through a situation like that with one of my tenants. Um, we were trying to find him a place. His his situation was complicated, but we were trying to find him a house, and the landlord was very um, audacious about um, his his qualifications, his requirements, and so he put a bad taste in his mouth. And he was like, "I don't even want to deal with this because if he's gonna be like that mm-hmm. to me before I even." You know, before I even put in an application, then, you know, imagine the kind of landlord he's going to be over time. Mm-hmm. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. No, you definitely don't want to put a bad taste in people's mouth like that. I mean, it makes no sense. You're scaring away possible clients, scaring, right. scaring away, mm-hmm. you know, possible deals. So it makes no sense. That was the client that was excessively desirous. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're back to this. Back to this. I wanted to do a game, but I didn't, I didn't plan a game for this one because... I had two ideas, but I never planned it. The one idea was for Tom to guess designer logos and see if he can guess what the brands were. Because we're Why does it always involve me? Because you're, you're the most uncultured one. <laughs> I feel like we'll literally be talking about something in the office, and he'll be like, you guys are talking Spanish. Sounds like Spanish to me. Well, most of the stuff Selena will say is, it's like doesn't make sense. It's she's. How do I understand it then? I don't know. He didn't know what, what, what were we talking about today? I yeah. said Goyard. He doesn't know what Goyard is. What is Goyard? I don't know what that is do either. Sounds do like a yogurt. <laughs> do you know Goyard? what Goyard? Right, do you know what Bape Look is? Up the brand. Look it up. Bade? Bape. Vape? Bape. B-A-P-E. B-A-P-E. No. Do you know ice creams? Ice cream? Yeah, ice cream. Yeah, I know what ice cream is. That was one idea for a game. I was going <laughs> to... Yeah, I know ice cream. <laughs> ice cream? Like, like strawberry, ice vanilla, cream chocolate. Ice cream cone? Yes, I know what ice cream is. No, it's he doesn't. Brand. It's a company. It's a brand. Oh. I don't know. Well, be more descriptive. Do you know what Givenchy? Givenchy. 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 Oh, yeah, I wear it all the time. Givenchy. Yeah, right. Givenchy. Liar. That's how you pronounce it's like it. Givenchy. Is this Givenchy. Gucci? Is this Gucci? How do you pronounce? He knows. How do you pronounce? I always can never pronounce it right. Hermes. Hermes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's like the H belt, right? Yeah. Yeah. They have, it was like, Hermes. All, have all the douchebags in Keller Williams wear those. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, I think we'll wrap this episode up here. How long are we running for, is. Matt? Hermes. Thirty-four minutes. Oh. Oh wow, we're only God. thirty-four minutes in. Oh. Guys, talk about something. Come on. What's um, going on? I don't know. Sheesh. We're just dragging along. Thanks for coming, everyone. (laughs) Thanks. I will see you next. Yeah, I I have a game we could do. You want to do this game? Yeah. This is this is uh 2020 pop culture quiz for uh for 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 Tom. Let's do it. Let's just do it right now. Why not? Okay. I feel like I'm I don't even know these answers. Pop culture. All right. I want to guess. These are kind of dumb, honestly. All right, we'll make you all guess. I'll make you all all three of you guess. Yeah. All right. Which Kardashian slash Jenner? Was not at Kim Kardashian's infamous 40th birthday. 
Chris. Kylie. Chris. Oh, it probably was Kylie. The options are Courtney, Chloe, or Kylie. Kylie. Courtney's Kylie then. Dude, Kylie is correct. I know Courtney <laughs> was there. Why would it be? Say, her? look at me, one for one. Well, you got it wrong. Oh. Come on, Ashley. Listen. Don't you watch Kardashians? I don't. My sister does. I, I've watched some episodes. All right, let's see who can remember this. Who performed in the 2020 Super Bowl halftime show? Okay. J Lo. Look at what are the choice? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can you guys? Do you guys know off the top of your head, or you need the options? You want the options? J Lo and Shakira, Maroon Five, hey, or, or Lady Gaga? Yeah, Shakira looked really good. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> That is correct. That is correct. Okay. This is um, for me, guys. Can you guys please stop spilling the beans? This is a dumb right, one. I'm skipping us. this one. This is dumb. Stop spilling the beans. These are all dumb. Which celeb couple did not have a baby in 2020? Justin Bieber and Haley. Gigi and Zayn. Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. Or Hillary Duff and Matthew Cunningham. Hillary Duff and Matthew Cunningham. Uh, Katy Perry. And He's correct. Katy Perry had a baby. Wow. Yeah. Did she, she did. really? I just keep going with D. How does he know this? How does... I just keep going with D. I'm four. Katy Perry had a baby, I guess, with Orlando Bloom. What? I thought they were like broken up. Four for four. I think you are. And you guys doubted. Okay. Um, this is dumb. I'm gonna skip this one. Who did Jada Pinkett Smith reveal she had an entanglement with? I don't know who the hell that is. Really? Do you know who Will Smith is? Do you know who Will Smith is? This is his wife. Yeah. She had an entanglement. It was like a famous meme of him crying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she didn't, she it wasn't in him. Yeah. Wow. It wa- Go down. Go down the list. I don't know if it was. Yo Gotti, Pusha T, August Alsina. I don't know who you any st- of those Was that are. four names? No. Three. That was one name? Yo Gotti's one. Okay. Pusha T is one. August Alsina is the last one. I don't know last who one. they are. Yep. That's correct. <laughs> You're just <laughs> guessing at this point. <laughs> Did right. you know, five, fun five. fact, did you know that out of multiple choice questions, C is, C is the most, most commonly correct Well, I've been one. going with D and it's been working. So. Let's see if you get this one. Let's see if you get this one. Which celebrity said that, that this about C. COVID-19? It's a virus. I get it. I respect it. Keep going. Options are Doja Cat, Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens. Hudgens, or Madonna. Vanessa Hudgens. That is correct. That is correct. How did I know that? Six for that six. That is correct. I remember she got flamed she got, like, for saying for something it, yeah. really insensitive. Yeah. Three of the biggest Netflix shows of 2020 were Tiger King, Love is Blind, and Cheer. Select the correct order that they were released. All right. We're not doing Tiger that. Tiger King. We're not doing that one. All right. I think we're done with this quiz. Oh, here we go. What did Elon Musk and Grimes originally name their baby? R two D two. Can anybody just do it? Shit. No, go down. Go down. I, okay. Well. All right. Fine. Here we go. X A E A twelve. I'm not gonna read. I'm, really? I'm, 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 I know. I, didn't know I know. That's okay. What it was so, so <laughs> why don't you talk to the mic, Matthew? Tell us how, hey. how it's pronounced. Actually, Elon Musk's X-Arch child. Angel. Oh, that's not his name hey. Anymore. They changed it, but it was X Ash Archangel. What the fuck? Right. Do you know what's named after? Yeah. The what? Archangel. No, his favorite jet fight, fighter, like plane. Oh. It's Archangel 12. All right, we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you so much for watching the show, everybody. Tom's on his phone. As you can tell, he does not care about this podcast in the slightest. He is You've been tuning into Real stocks. Talk, the number one real estate podcast in New Jersey. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Thanks, everyone, for coming. I'll I want you, you all to week. comment why. that I want, you, I, I want you guys all to comment below and say, Tom is not the reason I watch the show. I want like 20 comments and just saying that. And if you disagree that. with that, say, the reason why I come to the show is for Tom. Yeah, say that. Or listen or whatever you guys want. I yeah, can't wait please. to comment on this when it goes All right. But thank you for watching. Make I'm sure out. to leave us five stars. Don't plug your microphone, Tom. Five Tom, stars. it's going to make a giant sound. Oh, my God. <laughs>
Make sure to leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review as well. Make sure to subscribe on Spotify and subscribe on YouTube. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Thanks, everyone.